I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, it's only been a couple of days, but the listeners don't know that. To them, it's been weeks. <laughs> weeks, yes. That must be terrible. Yeah, we've got this whole plan where we're going to try to release episodes regularly, but we're not really going to record episodes regularly, so no, we'll see how that goes. we're just going to get them whenever we can. Yeah, I bet we can do it pretty often. You think so? I like hanging out with you. I like driving back to Phoenix to hang out with you. Every two weeks so that we can record a podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go, to a, go to a couple parties, turn around, head home. Sure. Yeah, you can do it. What That's why there's to, cocaine. Roy? Um, what God, have I, I been up God, to? I wish I was the kind of guy who could do cocaine. Really? No, not really. I mean, I think I wish that I was the kind of, I wish I could be one of the like good meth addicts, you know, like <laughs> it doesn't ruin my life. Addict. It just makes it so I don't have to sleep so I can yeah, get, and you don't you care know, about other people. One and a half times as much work done. Yeah. Um, what have I been doing? I did a big, uh, fuzzy balls apparel reduction sale. Yeah. Slash a fire birthday. sale. Oh yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks. I didn't get you anything for your birthday. <laughs> Uh, actually, you got me a lot. I got, I got you a bunch of volunteer labor at our convention. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you made it possible so that I could have a fire sale years after the company failed. All oh, right. And so I bought you, I bought you a bunch of shirts that nobody wanted to buy so that nobody could buy them later on your birthday. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> did anybody sell? Did anybody buy the shirts? Yeah. 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 How many of those eggs, how many of your little egg toys do you have left? Oh, I sold them all. Wow. Every single one of yeah, them. Yeah. For $5 for each. One That's what, $5 million? No. Um, I sold a few of them. That wasn't the hot seller. The hot seller apparently were pint glasses. Oh. I'm out of those. Everybody likes pint glasses because you have a pint Everybody glass for a while pints. and then you fuck up and drop it while you're washing dishes and then you don't have a pint glass anymore. That's true. You got to get so a new one. you always need to replenish. I just go to the Goodwill and get more. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just grab some more out of the garage for, of the pint glasses <laughs> that we manufacture to sell or that we used uh -huh. to. And how many do you have of those? Oh, boy, a bunch. Really? But I also buy souvenir pint glasses. We bought some pint glasses from 8-Bit Brewery which is a sort of a Nintendo-themed uh, brewery that's opened in Phoenix. Is that where you got the sunglasses? No, that was a promotion for the movie Pixels. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Sony Sony Pictures Entertainment. Yeah, I've uh, seen a preview. They, they enlisted this trailer. PR agency in Phoenix who tracked us down. Who tracked think, you down yeah, specifically? Yeah, they, they found us to do it. And, and it was weird. The email that they sent only went to me and Kevin, which leads me to believe that they found us through Video Games Hot Dog. Uh -huh. And found Zapcon through there. But yeah, they came and they were like, hey, can we give away some sunglasses to promote the movie Pixel starring Paul Blart and Adam Sandler? Happy mm -hmm. Gilmore. The Happy Gilmore Paul Blart vehicle Pixels, which is, do you remember that video that somebody made on the internet about space invaders destroying New York? Um, I think I heard about it. I it don't seems know like that Adam I Sandler. Adam Sandler saw that video and was like, you know what we should do? Let's we do should a whole get movie Paul about Blart it. and make a movie about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've put a lot of money into that. Yeah, I'm probably going to go see it, even though I think it's probably going to be real stupid. <laughs> sure, but um, when has Adam Sandler not made a movie, which you enjoyed watching, but was also kind of stupid, other than The Wedding Singer? Yeah, I didn't really like The Wedding Singer. L you know, Little Nicky was was weird. And Little we Nicky saw, we was saw awesome. We saw that at the theater. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did we really? I think we saw it at the drive-in. Oh. Back when there was a drive-in okay. here. We, we I took, really we liked took our it. best girl and a six pack of beer hidden under a pillow in the back seat. Yeah. Whenever we went to the, the drive in as a kid, I was always in charge of hiding the beer uh -huh. <laughs> while I was in the back seat. 
Yeah, that was weird. That was where I got most of my sleeping in cars done as a kid because there would always be a double feature, and you know, by the time the you first can't make movie it to was the over, one. Was, yeah. would they do a double feature, which was like more of a family-oriented film to begin with, and then and then the second one was just porn. Uh huh. Yeah, it was the seventies, right? I think this was the eighties at this point. Mm. I don't think I remember it, anything that happened in the seventies. It bleeds over. Yeah, I guess that's We're true. On. We were like four at the end of the seventies. Mm, yeah i don't know that we have a lot of memories from before that yeah but stuff isn't you know there is no perfect cutoff uh, you know around mid 80s people still felt it was the 70s you think you're saying that most people only remember things starting in the mid 80s sort of <laughs> even our parents <sighs> yeah. it's weird <laughs> that was when that was when the others came and wiped out everyone's memory <laughs> it started the world over in their own image um there's a new m night Shyamalan movie coming out yeah Anyway, the Pixels people gave away these. They were like, can we give away some Pixels-themed sunglasses? And I say, yeah, sure, why not? Also, Sony should give us some money to run our event. Uh, that line of inquiry didn't really go anywhere. But they showed up, and the sunglasses were actually really cool. Yeah, they are really cool. They're brightly colored. I don't sort know of where they came from. Pixelated-looking sunglasses. Yeah, and the only branding is hashtag Pixel Movie in print that would be pretty easy to scrape off mm. on the on the temple pieces. Sure. So, yeah. But then you wouldn't know what to hashtag. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know how to talk to other people about your sunglasses. Right. Um, it makes me wish that I didn't wear glasses. So that you could wear So them. that I could wear sunglasses. I yeah, because I just can't now. I mean, I guess I could start wearing contacts just no, so that no, I could no, wear no. garish pixel sunglasses. Just have prescription glasses put in there. Oh, yeah. Get some real lenses put in those pixel yeah. glasses. Yes. That must be like really custom, right? Because they're weird. Really yeah, weird they're, not even, they're not even round. No. Yeah, I don't know how you would even do that. You know, it might just be a pixelated frame on the outside of a normal, you know, if you divide it oh, into sure. like three layers, sure. or the, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? You, you, we'll check it out you, later. You, you can imagine things in 3D space, Roy, better I than I can. I can. I bet Apparently. you can put together some pretty cool pixel know. sunglasses. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I also went to your convention. The, yeah. The, the ZapCon. Uh, mm-hmm. It was I really good. liked it. It went really, really well. Yeah. It was extremely well attended. We had like 65% increased attendance over last year. Um, and do you know what that number is? Uh, 1600 in the mid 1600s. That's great. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. There'll um, be more next year. There will be more next year. Like we at this point have enough money in the bank to book the venue for next year, which has never been a thing oh, before. That's awesome. Yeah. Like it's. Okay. You know, have you so, already done that? Uh, yeah, they they made arrangements. I'm they were when I left, they were in the process of working out some details because somebody else wanted to use the venue for the last day that we want to use it next year. And we were like, well, same dates or different no, dates? just the last day, our loadout day. They wanted to have be their load in day. So we oh. might have to talk to them about like, well, we're going to have a lot of pinball machines uh, mm-hmm. going out this narrow yep. aperture in the way. Um, no, I mean the same. Will it still be in April? Yes. Or, okay. We didn't want to push it later because it'll be too hot. Sure. It, you got to get a it's lot kind of guys of the last good moving weekend. a lot of real heavy stuff. You never know is the thing. It was kind of the same problem with doing the KOL convention in September. Sometimes it's a billion degrees in September and sometimes it's really nice. Yeah, it's true. The weather um, is so unpredictable, Roy. Because... Sometimes winter lasts 20 years. That's true. And it's coming. Um Because it's in Mesa, Mesa has like a very older feeling... Like, essentially, all that stuff was made in the 80s. And because I was at this convention, it felt like I was in the 80s for the last yeah. couple of days. It was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I threw my phone on the ground, stomped on it, and then walked in without a care. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I mean, my mom was using an iPhone to take credit cards. I didn't see her do it. Oh, okay. Okay. So as far as you know, she was just doing that chit-chunk thing where it takes a paper impression. Oh, yeah. People plinking down, you know, like quarters and saying, give me your games for which to be had. That's how they spoke. As a joke, dropped apparently three or four dollars worth of nickels into the coin slot of uh, one of our buddy's (laughs) pinball machines Uh just so that there would be a bunch of nickels in there. That's pretty funny. That's a pretty good joke. Yeah. I was like, hey, haha, here's $3. How did they know who it was? Did they mark them like hobo nickels? (laughs) They did, yeah. They carved their initials into each Thomas Jefferson face. (laughs) But yeah, that that was really, that went really smoothly, uh, alarmingly smoothly. I'm just oh the other shoe's gonna drop yeah you got to imagine because like, okay. it was a new venue and but it was the venue was so great it was really expensive compared to the the previous one but like you it could was just so much larger you, and yeah it was and you could and, and you could just call you could pick up a phone and dial four four eight two and then mm-hmm. somebody would answer and you would ask for something and then they would just dispatch someone to do it right like hey can I have a dolly sure and they would just bring mm-hmm. out a dolly hey can I have like a big flat rolling cart hey uh somebody here needs to put a gun in the gun locker uh but then it turned out to be a fake gun because it was just somebody cosplaying a like resident evil character and everybody thought it was a real gun and then when they went to put it in the locker they were like wait a minute this gun is made of plastic and it's bright orange are you serious yes that is a thing that happened who asked for it to be put in the locker uh someone thought it was a real gun and then everybody else just took their word for it and the guy was totally fine with because sometimes you're not allowed to take even fake weapons into a into a convention sure you might spill it on the pinball machine you might yeah if you if you if you take a water gun like let's say that you have a gun that looks Mm -hmm. like a real gun but actually you don't want that actually it shoots battery acid yeah you don't want that etching the screens of people's uh dig dugs Mm -hmm. their digs dug what if it's tequila position uh well Huh. I don't know what that yeah, would do. Not to a even machine. tequila? I mean, if you're it was like, tequila, oh, sure. you're probably just going to constantly be like pulling out a gun and pointing it at your mouth and everybody will say no. Don't do it. And then you'll just squirt some tequila in your mouth. You know, like when you have a, a gun that's a lighter, that classic move yeah. from, from film. <laughs> right. I felt like a real jerk telling people to not bring their drinks in. Yeah, I don't know food. why you ended up with that job. <laughs> that's what i was asked to do but uh because there wasn't anyone the previous day doing that specifically i had a lot of people saying well uh how is that a thing now yeah you know and the thing is it's not a thing for most there was this one kind of fat kid uh, who was hanging out in the nintendo lounge and he kept uh in between nintendo games he was scratching his balls with the controller (laughs) i could make you a sign for that yeah to, keep keep to this controller away from your balls, you little shit. <laughs> that's what it should have said. Uh, oh, we're thinking about great. making a bunch of signs because I mean, now we have this nonprofit, so we're nominally about like you know preservation and education about old video games. Mm. So I'm trying to figure out how to construct something out of a out of an inexpensive amount of say beanbag and Legos to be able to place placards on tops of arcade games the angles are completely variable. Like every one of those machines, the top of it is at a different angle. So Mm -hmm. you need something weird, uh, like a weird device to be able to put signs on top of them. I'm really looking forward to writing a bunch of copy about each video game with like some history and some jokes. Oh, okay. It seems like, uh, like writing like 80 to a hundred word blurbs about things that are kind of funny and kind of informative. That's Mm -hmm. right up my alley, Roy. Yeah, that is. 
Anyway, uh-huh. ZapCon, it's definitely happening next year because it went awesome this year and everyone should show up and play some pinball machines and some video games. Yeah, tell your friends. The Nintendo Lounge was really popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know I why I'm it. surprised. I mean, the Atari Lounge was fairly popular last year and, and this year. That Nintendos are just better <laughs> than Ataris. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to issue a controversial stance here. Uh, you know, they're just better. There's more colors and well, stuff on the sure. screen. I mean, it was an improvement on the technology so, of video an Atari, games. You can maybe have a recognizable E.T., but you can't have like a Chippendale Rescue Ranger. You can't have your Uncle no. Fester or Metroid. You can't have your the Noid. We didn't oh, sure. have a we didn't have a void the Noid. I need to track one of those down. <laughs> maybe someone out there knows where to get one. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's our turn to ask the listeners where to go to buy a particular exactly. thing. Exactly. Oh, I forgot about that. I have all kinds of questions like that for you. Do you? Yeah, I may. Shoot, let's get started. Uh, I need um, like <clears throat> some sort of caster or swivel that I can also hook up a motor to so that it moves and then something hangs off of it, something heavy. Next door to my office in San Francisco, there is a store called California Caster that wow. specializes in casters. Well, I found one today, Arizona Caster, and I don't know if California Caster would have more than Arizona Caster. Mm, I don't know. It depends on which uh, environment uh, people need to roll th- more things in. Uh-huh. See, in San Francisco, there's a lot of hills. So having casters on things allows you to oh, move. exactly. Like, really, ha- half the distance, they'll just go on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other half is a real pain in the ass. Okay. You probably should put them in a truck. Uh-huh. Really. If you're going to move something heavy a really long distance in a city, probably a truck is the way to go. Uh-huh. Rather than like a, a push cart? Yeah, I think a so. A stroller. Okay, if it's a baby, a pram a might heavy be the right baby. thing to do. You should get... Okay, so what if you had one of those old-style prams that was also sort of like a velocipede? You know, the prams with the great big wheels on the front? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? The old-school baby carriages with the big I do. wagon wheels um, on them? My dad gave us one of those to uh, turn into our dining room table. Do you remember that? I don't. When we first moved to Phoenix? Mm. And then we tried it, and <laughs> we changed our mind and gave it back. Yeah. And then my, my parents gave us a table, which you then painted, and then they saw it and were really sad that you ruined our table. I th- What table? No, I made a table out of some it was like plywood. A wooden, it was a wooden table. I don't know. No. <laughs> I made a table out of some scrap plywood. Do we have any old business? No. We don't have no any old business. business to report. Roy, how about a segment we like to call Topics? What's today's topic? Mad Max Fury Road. I'm pretty stoked. Love it or leave it? Love it. Love it? Yeah. All right. Leave it, it being your house, to rush to the theater to see Mad Max Fury Road ASAP. Now, I'm surprised that you say that you're pretty stoked. Um, I don't I don't know if you usually like remakes. Why are you stoked? Is it a remake? What? Okay, it's... I'm not sure. Yeah. Because it's made by the same, same director. Yeah. And it... I watched the second trailer today. The one where the guy plays the guitar and flame shoots out of a thing? Uh, no. It's pretty <laughs> I think that's cool. in the first one. Um, in this one, half of the trailer was like Mel Gibson, Mad Max, and then sort of like setting the, you know, like uh, paving the way for the Fury Road oh. of what it is now. So, like, he laid the stones? I guess so. I do, so, I think it's a continuation, but I don't oh, really man, understand the, how. Is the tagline of that movie, 
all roads lead to fury. It should be. Yeah. Like the tagline to the tagline? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's, Maybe the, it's on that's the, the subtitle. Yeah. And then the tag tagline mm-hmm. is, fury isn't really a place. It's metaphorical. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, yeah so, I don't know. It so just seems excited? like maybe the movie is one huge car chase thing, like that one scene in The Road Warrior, which was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to choose any one of the three, Road Warrior is the best one. I think so, too. Right? So you want to see all the cars and stuff. Again, because I'm a guy that likes a world more than I like a story, I was really interested in, like, what I like is, like, a civilization that's made out of junk and the detritus of an older civilization and things being repurposed. And, you know, there's this mm-hmm. guy in a... You even made a game about that. Guy in a harness whose job it is to repair things, you know, because that would be a really useful skill to have, being able to fix cars. Although... While wearing a harness. Yeah. Well, I think he just didn't have legs or something, right? So he was yeah, just like I, swinging I around on some chains or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I like. Yeah. I, I did, I did make a video game about that. Yeah. Back it's in called the day. Ashes of Earth. Yeah. It was yeah. all serious. I remember that it was one. Grim, it was our grim, dark future, Roy. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It was okay. And then, you know, you just dropped that project and moved on to another one. Yeah. Some and bullshit. Where'd that go? Yeah. Nowhere, really. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I, I'd say two thumbs up already two thumbs up if the question is should i go see this and if it sucks then you know nothing ventured nothing gained mm, it has some good actors that, that i would trust does it is it have a charlie's their own it does does and, it have you know like she loses herself in every role i totally believe her is um she, you know, she took a serial M&M's, killer uh, she took m&m's advice to heart which is i don't know lose mom's spaghetti <laughs> she always has plenty of her mom's spaghetti. Although in this, she probably doesn't know who her mom is because they're all probably just like not. concubine slaves, right? If that's how the economy works, I don't know. Do you remember that part of uh, uh, Beyond Thunderdome where he finds the like civilization of little kids that like worship the airplane? Yeah. That was fine. I guess. What do they call it? Um, it wasn't pilot. It was some other word. Captain somebody was going to come to take him away to mm-hmm. never, ever and They land. had a captain's hat that had eagle wings on it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one little kid who had, you know, like a headset. But instead of there being a mouthpiece, it was the tail of a snake. <laughs> it was, was that, pretty awesome. And there was that shaman kid with the cool stick. With yeah, a bunch raccoon of stuff eyes. Hanging yeah, yeah huh. and he, it had a record on it. Yep. And then it was the dwarf from um, Thunderdome or... Um, no, it wasn't called that. Rumble City? Barter Town. <laughs> Bar- Barter Town. Yeah, Rumble City. Old and shitty. Um, Barter Town, and he had a record player when they were finally on the train, and for some reason he still had like a perfectly tailored suit that he changed into, and they played the record. Yeah. And, and it was like a learn-how-to-speak-French record. Good. And that would teach them the next step of their journey. Yeah, exactly. You know, really, that what that teaches us is it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Learn French. Who cares? <laughs> We're all just going to die. Exactly. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> just keep yourself busy. No, hey, nothing yourself. really matters. Yeah. You know, I watched uh, the new Cosmos and I realized, you know, that no, nothing matters. I thought you were going to say the, we're in, the we're new in the Cosby last four show. Seconds. And I was excited that there was a new Cosby show. They're bringing Full House back. Why not bring back the Cosby <laughs> show? 
Who would they bring it back with? Bill Cosby? Really? Yeah. The whole point of the show is seriously, everything is fucking terrible. Remember all of the things you liked when you were a kid? It was fucking garbage. It's fucking garbage then and it's fucking garbage now. Learn a lesson. Roy. Yes. We got a lot of help to offer to a lot of people who need a lot of our help. And I think we should do it. But okay. first, let's have a cocktail. All right. Uh, today's cocktail, because uh, we, we're doing this recording very late, uh, I was already pretty drunk by the time it started, and we didn't have time to go get any ingredients. We're having a scotch and soda, which I'm suddenly terrified that we've done this before. Really? Because yeah. for the same reasons? Yeah, probably. Uh, it's really going to get to... We have a list somewhere that one of our listeners put together of all of the cocktails and uh, stingers. But I could not find it, so I couldn't check. Well, anyway, I'm sorry if we've done this before, but it's still uh, worse than just scotch. <laughs> really? You think it's worse than just scotch? Absolutely. Let, let me try. Um, it's, I mean, you don't like scotch. So for you, maybe it's, it's, I guess it's just prolonging the agony. But for me, it's like, boy, I wish I was just drinking some scotch instead of this cold, weak scotch. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, guess some people I don't, don't like that bite. Some people don't. You know, for me, I got to feel it. I don't remember if we talked about this on the on the previous incarnation of this show, but uh, for a while. You mean season one. Season one. For a while, Kevin was, uh, in fact, he still is, uh, for, for his girlfriend, he, he bought her a, a cold press coffee maker thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this whole procedure that you go through and you make this very potent coffee concentrate that you then pour a little bit of that in a cup and then you pour boiling water in to top it off kind of like making an americano except it's not espresso it's mm-hmm. like regular coffee beans that you grind up and then just soak for 12 sure. hours like from um, concentrate and if when i was a kid i had had that coffee and somebody had said this is what coffee is it kind of tastes like coffee smells which is always what you wanted when you were a kid you were like why does that not taste as good mm, as it smells. Like a cigarette before you light it. It sort of does. Yeah, cigarettes always smell like raisin bran before yeah, you light them. Yeah, they smell great. Yeah, boy. And I mean, you know. Not once you burn them, though. No, once you light them, they're still pretty fucking good. <laughs> let's they don't, be, let's they be don't honest, taste Roy, the same, though. But they don't taste the same. They don't taste the same. But. Uh, I don't condone smoking. So this coffee, it, w- it was good. And it was probably objectively better than just, you know, say, gas station coffee. Mm-hmm. But. Because it was so smooth, because it did not have that kind of you didn't acrid, trust it. Yeah, I didn't feel like it was doing anything. It wasn't. Oh, it I wasn't see. like giving me. It did not satisfy my desire for coffee because oh, it didn't hurt. Like uh-huh. it didn't. I. I just. I need. It's I supposed need to have a sting. Sting. Yeah. You know, a little bit of pain in your pleasure. Yeah. Exactly. Um. You know, I kind of feel that way when whenever I save coffee and put it in the fridge and I drink it the next morning, it doesn't feel the same. Like I drink a whole glass of that because I can drink it really quickly, and it feels like it's it's just brown water. We bought some. Uh, we I bought one day, and Kevin bought the previous day, like a big one of those Dunkin' Donuts, big a Boxo Joe mm-hmm. they call it, and it comes in um, a bag. Yeah, it's a, a bag. It's a bag in a box. Well, it's in a box. It's in a bag. They'd probably give you another bag to carry it home in if you wanted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just a bu- you know, they'll sell you a bunch of coffee, and towards the end of the day, we were like, ah, I kind of you know, I need a little afternoon pick me up. And it was just ice cold and I just couldn't, I poured a glass of it and then I just had to kind of chug it because mm-hmm. it just, ugh, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. And this is kind of what cold pressed coffee is like. You can make some and it's hot and it's fine. It tastes really good, but it's just not coffee, you know? Huh. And I, that's how I feel about this scotch and soda. 
Really? What if you um, also have some beans and you just like pop one in your mouth, chew it up, and then drink some of the coffee? Then it would be like a some, little bit like, like cowboy some, coffee. Some baked beans or some ranch style beans, like no, some cowboy some, beans. <laughs> some coffee beans. Some. Uh, some. Uh, well, maybe a baked bean. Frijoles rancheros. Mm-hmm. Con café. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. No, no more to say. Alex writes, Hey there. I have never owned a bed frame in my life. Is this holding me back? Currently, I'm on a mattress on a box spring that sits directly on the floor. I really enjoy the low bed height, and I hate the idea of clutter getting under my bed, but I imagine a lot of folks would look down on me. For context, I am a single male and have 28 years. You know, people will. People will hassle you about it. They will? I think so. Yeah, I think a lot of people That's do what our look bed down is. on you. Yeah, I mean, I have our a bed, bed frame. is on the floor. I'm supposed to build one. I just haven't. I never will. I have a bed frame here. I I don't have a bed frame in San Francisco, and it's fine. Mm. I have to say though, I do kind of like having a bed that is up high, like a tall, thick mattress on a bed frame. Like the bed being at a the bed being at about dick level has some advantages if you're not a single male. Mm-hmm. Um. Which that's that's always fun. Why? So that you can like heat up a tortilla and yeah, yeah, and then you don't have to. I mean, normally you have to either kneel or like stack up some couch cushions on top of the bed to put the hot tortilla in. But yeah, here you just like. <clears throat> um, what if 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 you just had a bunch of box springs, just get more. Oh yeah, get like the, three more, and then put a P under the bottom of the bottom one. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, you know it's weird. People are really judgy about stuff like that. Really? Because it seems like a college bed. It, Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's the bed frame doesn't really accomplish. I mean, it keeps. Sure, but, but think about your best days. They were in college. Yeah. So I mean, why really shouldn't your best it days look were like a college bed? You should go back and sleep at your parents' house uh-huh. <laughs> if, you're, if you're really trying to relive the glory days. And they probably have a bed frame for you. Yeah, they probably, so had, one. They probably had one to begin with. It's one of those weird things. Mm-hmm. like Because they're grownups. You know, I felt the same way for decades. About, about what? making the bed. Mm-hmm. And now I really enjoy getting up and making the bed and then going about my day. It's weird. Oh, I, I don't know what happened to me. Oh, um, okay. I meant I have to make a bed frame. You build one. Yeah, no, I know. I but I'm one. just saying making yeah, the bed. Yeah. But it's another one of those no, things like it doesn't ma- You're right that it doesn't matter whether you have a bed frame or not. But I think that some people just like, yeah, there's a thing you're supposed to have. So what I don't like is a... I don't like a headboard, but mostly I don't like a footboard. Mm. I can't sleep in a bed with a footboard. Yeah, you need to let your feet hang off. Yeah. A headboard. Do you not sleep that way? You're you're also, you're as tall as I am. I have a pretty uh, long bed. Mm. I've heard that about you. Um, yeah, a headboard gets kind of greasy if it's just the wall you can wipe it off. <laughs> or just repaint. It totally does. You you don't think it does, but then move your bed. Mm-hmm. You'll see that there. it's just like darker and filthier right yeah, there. Yeah, gross and has little bugs crawling it. <laughs> I do like not having stuff under the bed. Yeah. Like it really bothered me that we were sweeping underneath our couch. And one day, Kran just decided, I'll just take the feet off. Now it's just on the floor. It matches our bed. Okay. That bothered you? Oh, yeah. you didn't like sweeping. I didn't under like it, having so this. Okay. It just seems stupid. Why? Why is that a design? And plus, a lower couch is more comfortable. Yeah, it's harder to get out of. It's like being in a harem, but easier to get into. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And once you get on a couch, you it's don't all need about to leave. Leisure. Just wait. Just sit on the couch and then just sit there till you die. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be any more comfortable than that. 
<laughs> and you're not going to be any younger. Um, yeah, go for it. Don't do anything. <laughs> yep. Hey, Zach and Roy. I'm really excited that you guys are back. I'm involved in some ongoing creative projects that are picking up in popularity. This is awesome. However, it also comes with a drawback. People who hate me, my collaborators, and the work that we do are coming out of the woodwork. It's easy enough to think, hey, don't let them get to you, but I'm a sensitive baby and very little of this criticism seems that. Very little of this criticism seems to be offered in good faith. Most of the negative interaction boils down to personal attacks. Do you have any strategies or tips for ignoring obvious trolls without building a creative bubble around myself while still appreciating positive feedback that comes along? Thanks. Crybaby and Cincinnati. Mm. Boy, I don't because I also just uh, – it is so – Do people go after you? Uh, yeah, not – not well, yeah. Less, less so now that the thing that I do is – decidedly waning in popularity rather than being on the rise. But I mean, yeah, mm. it's like for the last like, you know, 12 years, it's just, well, here's, you know, this place on the internet that I pay for that people are just shitheads about every decision <sighs> that I make. Uh huh. Um, it's not often, you know, I don't get a lot of personal attacks. I mean, there have been times when I have certainly, uh, where they criticize your short wearing or uh, sandals or Kevin, what? Kevin once took a picture of me, uh, in a candid pose where I didn't have a shirt on and uh, somebody said, I think that Zach needs to spend more time thinking about working on his video game and less time thinking about his fatty gut. <laughs> <laughs> and while that's funny, <laughs> um, it's because it's not like you don't get a fatty gut by thinking about it. No. Right. It's not it's like, just it's not like, well, let's see, what am I going to do today? Am I going to work or think about my fatty gut? Because sometimes I think about my fatty yeah, gut. No, and it's fun. I mean, boy, 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 you just kind of play with it. And then, yeah, that didn't used to be there. Well, ever since you told me about going to the doctor and being worried about belly fat, now I'm worried about belly yeah. fat. You're you're like the the belly fat canary in the coal mine yeah, for me. I am. But you know, all the sweet fat is in the belly. I guess that's where you're. That's they call them love handles. Mm -hmm. They're right there yeah. at the top of the bed level. That's why they call him that. Yeah. This is the thing that I am afraid of. I am afraid that the reason that anyone is driven to do creative work for a living is that they are fundamentally dissatisfied with everything. And that means that they are going to be, because if you were satisfied with the way the world is, you wouldn't want to put cool new shit in it right really you think that's a motivation i'm afraid that i'm afraid mm -hmm. that that's the root of everything i mean it while mm. while people will say like ah you know tor the tortured artist is a myth like no not really <laughs> like the tortured artist in what what aspect i do you think of yourself as a fundamentally happy person because i don't i think you worry a lot mm -hmm. you know i like I think that you don't sleep well a lot of the time. And I think that the same is true of me. I was happier back when I was a fuck up and I didn't understand why you were working so hard on stuff all the time. And I would say, Roy, Roy, come on, come out and drink. And then once I discovered something to work on that I cared about, it was suddenly like, well, getting a lot of shit done and I'm a lot prouder of myself, but I'm not happier. Huh? Like you were also right. in having me go out with you though. Oh, sure. You have to balance those two things yeah, out. You got to go out and meet some ladies. Um, yeah, because what you need is the real heartbreak. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what spurs the that's what spurs the real the serious works. 
I'm happiest when I'm with my family and when I'm working. And when, so both? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't feel uh, badly when I'm, you know, with, with Corinne or Cora thinking that I should be working, unless I should and be I've working. I have never felt that way about anyone. Like, I've never, like, I mean, this is the problem. Like, I mm -hmm. think I've just never cared about anyone else enough that I didn't constantly feel like I should be working rather than mm. hanging out with them. My feeling that I get at times of I should be working, it's because I want to be able to provide. Like, I don't want to fail them. Mm. Um, but then when I'm working and doing work that I really enjoy, I'm happy then. The people who will be shitty about things that you're making that other people like aren't if you've ever tried to reason with someone who was just crazy you can't you can't because they're not playing by the same rules that you well, are. they've already made their like you, choice if if you could reason with them they wouldn't be doing what they're doing in the first place like mm -hmm. If these people's opinions meant anything, they wouldn't be expressing them like this. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that is very, very difficult to remember because. Because it's not con constructive, which is what he's saying that. But what it is, is a thing that mirrors your own insecurities. When somebody says, ah, oh, this was a terrible decision. You think, you know, I was worried that this was a terrible decision. When somebody says, ah, oh, this episode of this podcast sucked and you guys are jerks, you think, yeah, you know, I, was, I, 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 it wasn't very good. I could have done better. And like, of course you could have done better. You can always do better. And that feeling like that and constantly having that anxiety is the reason that you make anything in the first place. Like I could do better. Like that you continue making, making something yeah. would be better than not making anything. Mm -hmm. But I, it stands to reason that like, you know, it's the ontological argument for making a podcast. There could always be a podcast better. As long as you can imagine a better podcast than yours, it means that your podcast sucks. <laughs> St. Anselm said that. He was really um, ahead of his time. They didn't even have podcasts back then. Um, you would just hand a sheet of paper to the town crier, and then he would, he would read your opinions out loud, but then he would also talk about bread or something, because the bread people would have paid him to insert <laughs> ads into your... <laughs> Um, or, you know, nature box. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the natural snack one, right? Mm -hmm. Now, does that break your rules? Does what the nature box? What, Have you tried snacks? a nature box? No, yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes. They, well, because I don't know if you know this, but Nature Box sp sponsors the Idle Thumbs podcast, so there's always a lot of Nature Box bullshit oh, sitting around that. in the office. And, and so, yeah, sometimes there? when I go in on the weekends, it's just fucking potato chips and shit. <laughs> it's not like. <laughs> um i i think maybe uh one of the motivations for myself of continuing to do creative work is that i never feel like i'm satisfied with what i've put out not necessarily with what the world is putting out well sure. i want to keep right. improving upon what i care about and that is why when somebody says something mean about it it hurts so much because it's just like reassurance of the bad things that you believe about yourself but that doesn't make them any healthier and it doesn't change anything about the world like mm -hmm. somebody saying a shitty thing doesn't mean anything it doesn't change anything and it doesn't reflect anything true about sure. the world it kind of means other that than they're like shitty. that guy is an asshole yeah and that no one listens to that guy in real life because that is not the way that people work. Like, do you think no that's the motivation behind a troll? Yeah, I don't know. 
Nobody would listen to that guy if he said those things. If you just like go some, if you go to a restaurant and you just yeah, start loudly complaining thing. about the restaurant, everyone thinks you're an asshole mm-hmm. and nobody likes and you. Want or you pays to leave. Nobody gives you a thumbs up on your post. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody, nobody like pretends to be a member of your tribe. The internet is just bullshit. <laughs> really? But, you know, it's also responsible for everything that I do and almost everything yeah. that I care about and enjoy. That's strange. It's just this, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's early and, and, and we'll figure it out. People will learn rules. You know, I mean, kids have already learned to, like, not be crazy in spite of seeing nothing but just the sickest porn from the moment they're even marginally interested in the sickest porn. Uh-huh. Right? Like, th- we're not, like, already seeing a generation of, like, gross sex murderers or something are you sure maybe we don't know yeah maybe we don't know i don't know uh heaves hamilton says what's the best way to deal with a student loan ignore it (laughs) don't ignore it i feel like we talk about student loans a lot um well i think our i think our our listener base is uh you know employed college graduates Mm -hmm. they have student loans Uh, to think about just call them up just make the minimum payments and ignore it Mm mm-hmm just set up an automated withdrawal from your checking account and just try not to think about it ever again. It'll get paid off eventually. Mm-hmm. You could get a job that forgives your student loan debt. That's something oh, that, that Kevin's good. girlfriend has done. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but isn't she also in a position that if they don't like her work, she has to pay like tenfold what they gave her? <laughs> yeah. I don't think they do that. Oh, she got her student loans from the mob. No, this is the other thing, the the other grant that she got. No, oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. It's, you listen, it's you're like a better this, listener than I am. It's buddy. this terrible penalty that if you fail on the grant, you have to pay back not just what the grant was, but like five times what it was. <laughs> I may be this wrong is, on the amount. A, it's, it's more than what they gave you. Grant. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't Stam- think anyone's he, default. Heave Stamilton also says, what is Zach's secret way to get rid of hiccups? What was it? Like punching yourself in the stomach? No, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I learned a trick a few years ago, and it only works once. And when you do it, people think you are a fucking wizard. Oh, yeah. It's about thinking, right? Think about... Yeah. you. Do. It, the, the thing is, I don't want to tell people because then it won't work on them. But then how are you supposed to share this? You just have to do it in person. Uh-huh. I, like a couple times a year, it comes up. You walk up to a stranger, you do this trick, and then they look at you like you're a fucking wizard. And uh-huh. they ask you, are you a wizard? And you say, yes. Last night. Now cor- you have to pay the wizard tax. Take off your shirt. Uh-huh. That's the wizard tax. Uh-huh. Is <laughs> one shirt. And think about your fatty gut. <laughs> That's the real payment. Um, last night, Cora had hiccups and she was sleeping next to us because she had a nightmare or something. Now she can get out of her crib. Oh, God. And I didn't know what... Yeah, the first time that happens, like where the a door inside of the house just opened on its own was super scary. Oh, man. Did you think it was that kid from Pet Cemetery? <laughs> I've never seen Pet Cemetery, oh. so I don't know. Yeah, I would not recommend watching it if you value your ankles. Um, but I didn't know what to do for her. I just let her, you know, keep hiccuping until I fell asleep. Oh, wait. I mean, did she have the hiccups and a bad dream? That's like a... I think she had a bad dream. I don't know why. She had a dream about hiccups. Why she came came to our room. But she she was laying in bed next to me and then suddenly had hiccups. Fucking hiccups. 
Our bodies are garbage. I hate hiccups and I hate sneezing. Really? I like sneezing. I hate sneezing. It feels good. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. The French call it the even littler death. Uh-huh. Le petit, petit mort. <laughs> sneezing is so terrible. It's a waste of my life. Like, it takes it seconds away from my life that I could be doing something. What else would you be doing this better than sneezing? <laughs> Masturbating. Okay. You could do both. It's not like... <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> no, no, because everything stops. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Also, that's the way to get rid of hiccups. It's, it's just so people are so impressed. Only a wizard would do that here in the, on the bus. Sneeze on your genitals and <laughs> masturbate. Azu says, how do I ask my disability caseworker how, what the weird sores on her arms are? I'm curious. It doesn't bother me or anything, but she did bleed on my paperwork last time. Huh. What? Why do people get weird? What is it about? Arms? You know, you see some, you see somebody and they have like bleeding sores on their arms. I no, remember I going to a subway with my dad once like and the, the girl restaurant. behind the, yeah, and the girl behind the counter handling the food had bleeding sores on her arms. And my dad was like super grossed out by it and I hadn't noticed. Uh-huh. And then he pointed it out and I was like, God, I can't, are we going to eat these? And he was like, oh, I guess. Well, she wasn't using her arms to make your sandwiches, was yeah, she? Yeah, no, she, she was, was still her. wearing those little plastic gloves. No, that was a, but, but, Listen, sandwich artists have to apply some flair to what they're doing. So she oh, just was doing like a lot of like contact, her arms contact juggling with the bread. Uh-huh. Uh, and we got like, we, we got those sandwiches that have marinara sauce on the outside. Uh. So it was really difficult to tell. Yeah. Um, you could keep your paperwork from last time and say, um, hey, um, wh- what is the stain here? What's it from? Is it from your arms? I don't know. I don't. I don't no, when it's appropriate to ask someone about their bleeding sores. I Probably not at all. I mean, if they're family. Oh, yeah, I guess. Are you, you know, you stage an intervention. It's time for you to, it's time for you to come clean. What are those bleeding sores? What can even be wrong with a person that makes it so they have bleeding sores on their arms? Well, if you scratch a lot, right? Like if you, some people do it at night when they're not conscious of it. So I mean, like doing a lot of crystal meth will give you. Sure. But that's because you scratch a lot, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, okay. it's all that comes Maybe down to scratching. Bed bug bites? On your arms? I don't know, man. They bite you anywhere. They bite I you anywhere they're... you got blood and you got blood everywhere. <laughs> Not on your glasses. Okay, that's true. I guess a bed bug also wouldn't bite the bust of palace above your chamber door. Because it doesn't have any blood in it either. Exactly. Okay. Uh, baby writes, what is love? Man, go to hell. Krisa says, how do I find a good job? I don't know. How do you find a job now? I have no idea. Yeah. That's why I have to sort of like do some bullshit on my own. Nice. Um, You know, you go to Craigslist and then after... <laughs> after you get murdered? <laughs> yeah, after you show up to someone's apartment and they want you to spank them. Uh, you'll probably find something. <laughs> you, you steal their newspaper and look at the classified ads. Exactly. <laughs> You got to get something out of it. You know, I did finally get some real interviews from Craigslist, but they all seem like bullshit because um, you apply for something and companies are listing, here's a job, but we won't tell you who we are, what our name is, or really what we do. You know, and then you apply and you hope that they don't come and murder you. Mm-hmm. Because you have to tell them who you are. Yeah. Otherwise, they won't be able to write you the check for thousands and thousands of exactly. dollars. 
for it's really weird holding onto this suitcase for a while <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like a legit thing to do I saw this thing at at Fry's grocery store about how if you want a job at Fry's, here's this list of a bunch of shit you got to do. And it's like, you'll have to make three different accounts on three different websites to apply for a job here. Really? Yeah. It seemed like a goddamn disaster. Wow. Yeah. So I don't even know. Three accounts. Why? I don't know. You got to sign up on fries.com to get the, you know, just like, here's for me to submit my resume. And then there's some third party like aptitude testing thing. And then Uh-oh. like some, mm-hmm. I don't know, personality test thing to yeah. see if you're going to steal from them. Like credit check or, or I don't know. something. Background check. <sighs> Jobs are terrible. I, I don't know how you, how you get a new job. I guess here's monster. Get a skill. Mm-hmm. And then find somebody become who a needs blacksmith. you to perform that skill. There's oh, yeah. need for that. Yeah. There aren't very, very many blacksmiths. You could become a person who uh, sews patches onto punching bags when people have punched holes in their punching bags. Yeah. Because I bet nobody else does that. Yeah. And, you know, you need that. Just put artisan before your uh, mm. job title. Artisanal punching bag. Exactly. Artisanal, not artisan. Artisanal. Yeah. Love in the time of colic says, hi, Zach and Roy. Some friends of mine need to rent out a room in their house or find a smaller place that they can better afford, and I happen to be in the market for a new apartment. Their place is much nicer than mine with one catch. They have a baby. Is moving in with them a terrible idea? Any advice for cohabitating with a child who isn't yours? I've never done it. Do you have any advice for cohabitating with a child that is yours? Uh, You love them, so it's not hard. Well, fuck. Have you... Okay, so, uh, listener, can you love this baby? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Can you become a parent to the baby? Oh, yeah. Could you maybe get appointed its godfather? Uh-huh. Is this a man? I don't know. Didn't say. Okay. The name was Love in the Time of Colic, which was funny. That's a clever, yeah, that is a funny. clever, clever name. Um, I guess it, it's really a thing if you want to be involved with your roommates or if you want nothing to do with them. If you want nothing to do with them, don't move in w- with these like people. Or if you're like a light sleeper, right? Or... Yeah, but then you don't, you become a heavy sleeper. Do you? Yeah, it teaches you how to do you sleep. sleep. Do you sleep through baby screaming? Yeah, I totally do. Oh, yeah? It that's, takes a while. Like, Corinne probably... usually wakes up, but then towards the morning, uh, nah, I do. I fall asleep. I sleep really, really heavy now. Hmm. Except for the times when I'm really worried and I wake up at two in the morning for no reason. Right, just because the baby turned over. No, no, just worried about other stuff. Oh, okay. Not baby related. Just worried about why you're so sweaty. Mm-hmm. Worried about why you're so worried. Why am I naked? Yeah, this sucks. Again. Why do I why don't I have a bed frame? <laughs> Terrence, I mean Magnus, writes. Loyal advice hot dog listener Terrence here. It's good to see the podcast back. In the past year I've taken up bread baking as a hobby. However, I tend to get into a rut of making the same few breads, so I could use some guidance as to what to try next. What are your favorite breads? The well, only acceptable I don't know bread what is breads you're making now. Bagel. Bagel is not a bread. Yes, it is. It's a bullshit donut. Ah, uh, Roy. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a fight. <laughs> a, a bagel. Bagels what always have not way bread? too much bread. <sighs> it's too much. It's too much to eat. Okay. Don't they make like bagel bites or soda something? Bread. Or bagel soda bread holes? is too much bread. Uh-huh. Because they always give you too much of it. Too much soda. Yeah. You're not supposed to have so much soda. Right. It's bad for you. It'll give you the diabetes. Um, I like pumpernickel a lot. Ugh, gross. Pumpernickel really? tastes like dirt. 
There is a restaurant in I also like San Francisco. Dirt. I have pica. There's a German restaurant that has this particular kind of bread. And I really want to take my mom there so that she can taste this god-awful bread so that she can confirm this bread tastes exactly like the barn at my grandpa's house smells. Really? It just tastes like dirt and straw and cow shit. It, it sounds very wholesome. Yeah, I'm sure it's very good for you. It's so very, like alfalfa. It's earthen. I don't know, man. Isn't that what's in cow shit? Most bread is terrible. Like a French roll? Fine. Maybe okay. Pretzel. Learn yeah, how okay. to make pretzel yeah, bread. Pretzel's pretty... Ooh, yeah. Laugenbrot. You need to... You yeah. need lye? Mm-hmm. Alton Brown says, you don't really need lye, but then he kind of has his fingers crossed, and then on the internet he says, "I was I, they made me say that because yeah. I was on TV. Totally you need, use you lie. need lie. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you even thinking? And then you can also get um, Brad Pitt's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> What's his character? <laughs> Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden's kiss. Yep. Yeah, you can just do but that But just too. shape it like a pretzel. Oh, people yeah. people know. Yeah, yeah. Just make in a pretzel, pretzel club. soak it in lye, and then just slap it on your stomach. <laughs> Try not thinking about it then. But you got to center it on your belly button or it gets weird. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of breads there are. Uh, black bread? You can make a baguette. Sure. But that that's an easy bread, so he's probably already making baguettes. Well, easy bread. Jeez. Sorry. Well, it's like what's a white a, bread. What's a challenging bread? Uh, croissant. Okay. Yeah, it seems like a croissant would be pretty hard to make. Um, uh, crazy bread uh, from uh, Little Caesars. Try to figure out how to make that. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the crazy bread? I don't, I don't remember. Know, man. It's just, is that stuffed it's with just, pepperonis it's or weird something? Weird, shitty, half-cooked pizza dough. But it's it's you know you eat it and it's like ah, this has all of the things mm-hmm. that evolution has programmed me to like. Sprouted wheat bread is probably hard to make. Oh, like bread with a wheat field growing on top of it. Mm-hmm. Ah, that sounds yeah. good. Chia bread, like bread with bean sprouts growing in the bread. That seems like it'd be really awesome because then you just... Yeah, but then the bread would be moldy. No, it wouldn't. Why would it be moldy? Because you have to wait for the bean sprouts to sprout. No, you just put like a layer of topsoil on the bread and then let the bean sprouts grow and then wash the topsoil off. Then you take that bread. So you've got like, say, a roll with bean sprouts growing out of it in all directions. Slice it down the middle. Turn the thing, turn the halves of it like inside Moses. out, make a sandwich, and it's just like bread, bean oh, sprouts. It already meat, has built bean in sprouts, bean sprouts. Bread, yeah. You don't have to go buy bean sprouts. You just have them growing. You're going to save thousands of dollars on that. I guess to get it to grow on all sides, you sort of have to have your, your rolls like skewered in some sort of weird. Like anti-gravity chamber? No, like a, like a, like a rotisserie incubator for bean sprouts. Oh, sure. Okay. Like, like, um, I, I think you could find it on Instructables, like how to make your own, like, um, rotocaster, but just like grow your bean sprouts in it instead. You could make one of those machines uh, like Pee Wee Herman had. Uh, so it like makes bread and then like puts eggs on the bread, uh, by cracking them with a drinky bird. <laughs> Like I don't a, remember that. Just part. like a French toast machine. Oh, okay. It plays a song called "The Breakfast Machine." Okay, pretty sweet. Make one of those. You know the song. It goes da 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 da. It's Danny Elfman. It's your boy, Danny Elfman. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, there's all sorts of challenging breads you could make. Good luck with the bread. Also, Terrence is still a terrible name. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh Magnus, Magnus, uh, 
McCaffrey. Brot Kaiser. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, I live in a cul-de-sac with one neighbor. The third house is currently empty. Said neighbor is a bit of a survivalist nut. Recently asked, he asked me how I would feel about him shitting in his front lawn as part of his mental preparation for the impending apocalypse he feels is coming. How do I even respond to this? Well, what time of day is he going to shit on the lawn? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you get away with having your neighbor shit in the lawn. As long as he's not shitting on your lawn. Yeah. I think that's probably fine. And if he's burying his toilet paper. You could. Because you don't want that rolling around. You could poop, paint the turds to look like the Avengers, and drop them off at his house. (laughs) Mm, I, I like your reasoning. Yeah, follows. Um. Man, you know, neighbors, if someone is asking you how you would feel about them shitting yeah, on their own kn- lawn. They know you're not okay with it. Like, you. Well, also, <laughs> you as the neighbor should say, I feel fine with it. You go ahead and do that. I'm totally behind you. I'm on your team, Stu. And you're just slowly backing away towards the, towards the phone that you have with a single big button on it that is just to call the cops on that neighbor. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just be a good neighbor and mind your own business. <laughs> Have you ever met like any serious like survivalist people? Uh, I don't think so. There's an appeal in like apocalypse preparedness. Mm-hmm. It's fun to think about. What would I like? What if I just bought like a year's worth of canned goods? You can buy it on Costco.com. Yeah, yeah. No, those buckets of dehydrated foods. But then where mm-hmm. are you going to keep all the water? You it know, comes with the water. Where are you going to keep all the fuel? To, you you cannot buy a year's worth of water from Costco. Like, well, you have that is, swimming pool back there. Big enough for a year's worth Just of water. fill it back up. Fill it uh, good, right now. Yeah. yeah. And then you've also like, if you get hungry, you can eat the billions of pounds of mosquitoes. Uh-huh. Mosquito farm. It's a mosquito farm. Yeah. Oh, God. Get in on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now they make the powdered alcohol, so, you know, get a year's supply of that. Do you think that's a real thing? Apparently it is. Sean writes, I am poor, but would like a tuba. How can I acquire one for little to no money? I would recommend uh, being the grandson of a high school band director, and then when you're a kid, there will just be a tuba in your attic at your grandma's house. Oh. Uh, although that's or, not going to work find for you. that kid, beat him up, and then go to his yeah, your, grandparents' attic. Your grandfather was probably not a high school band director, and also it was a sousaphone, technically, and not a tuba. <laughs> okay. But it was basically a tuba. I don't know how one gets a tuba. It's like getting a job. I don't know. <laughs> Generally, you, get, you, you borrow the school's tuba. <laughs> and don't ever give it when back. You're in ba- oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. So No, here, you move you do like to another school. You do like a 21 Jump Street thing where you go and you pretend to be the new kid at school and you join the band and you say, mm. I'm an experienced tuba player. And they mm-hmm. give you a tuba and then you're god-awful at it and they're like, you should take that tuba home and practice. And you say, <laughs> and then you go back to your own town with the tuba. <laughs> Never return. And since you've given them a fake name... They'll never be able to track you. Jonathan Depp. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Roy, I've had a really good time doing this podcast with you. I think we've yeah, helped a lot too. of people. If somebody wanted, to, somebody wanted to get some of this sweet, sweet advice, how would they go about getting a hold of us? They would first go to our website, which is really, really orange. It's so orange advicehotdog.com and right there they can submit a question right on the site it's amazing it's like magic 
So please do that. If you feel uncomfortable submitting uh, like magic, you can also write us an email to advicehotdog at gmail.com. It's still magic, but it's an older, more familiar kind of magic. Sure. Or you can tweet at us like three or four tweets so that you can get your whole question in <laughs> at advicehotdog. That's maybe an indication that Twitter is not the ideal platform for a long question. It's fine. I like it. I maybe like checking in. It's exciting like, what to What is have. love? So I can tell you to fuck off with that bullshit. What is love? Um, you can also give us a phone call. We haven't had any phone calls for a while. We had one guy who called and then he called back and said, please don't play my phone call. No. 769-218-9225, which spells out Roy 218-ZACK, Z-A-C-K. Or you can also send us a postcard to at... <laughs> to advice hot dog. Uh, 1803 North 38th Street, Phoenix, Arizona, 85008. Boobs. <laughs> uh, yeah. So please please do that. It is exciting to get uh, cards in the mail. Roy, what about ads plugs? Ads plugs and thanks. This episode is brought to you by Clocks.com. If you need to know about clocks, go to Clocks.com and have all of your clock questions answered. Clocks.com is the authoritative source of anything having to do with clocks. When I have a few minutes to kill, I go to Clocks.com just to, <laughs> just to pass the time. Thanks, Clocks.com. You've done it again. You're the best. <clears throat> it's a real website. Clocks.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends, review us on iTunes, and send us your questions. Roy, are you ready for the stinger? Do it. Joystick or keyboard? Oh, um, depends on what it is. Yeah, as a, as, a, as a new wave band, I'm going to say keyboard all the way. Sure. As a, um, you know, like classic arcade game player, I would say joystick. Yeah, you don't want to play a dig dug with a keyboard. Actually, yes, you do. Keyboard is just always better. You know, I always find that uh, joysticks have like a weird lag, which I'm not used to. But is that just because I'm I'm a modern kid? Maybe. Maybe you're used to things being more responsive, like iTunes or mm -hmm. uh, Pandora. I, <laughs> I, I have the same trouble on my phone, though. Like is it, it just that I don't know how to do things? Probably, probably. Maybe, maybe your thumbs have some sort of weird electrochemical uh, delay built into them. Oh, that could be it. Yeah, that works on physical objects too. Mm -hmm. it, it's probably the webbing between my fingers. Oh yeah, it is. It is very. Uh, there's there's little arcs of electricity crackling around on it all the time. <laughs> Ever since the accident. Keyboard. Good. All right. I've been Zach. I've been Roy, and this has been. Advice hot dog. Sorry, I fucked up your ad read. Okay. Did you ever go with us to Doc's Clock Cocktail Time? No. It's a bar that's not a very good bar, but it just has the best name of any bar. And they have an Indiana Jones pinball machine. Oh, okay. But when you say here in no, town or somewhere? Okay. No, I haven't. Yeah, Doc's Clock Cocktail Time. It's so hard to say. And so it is fun. hard to say. Do Doc's Clock Cocktail Time.